Hi, listeners. Welcome to the Imperfection Wins podcast. Wow, it's been a very long time since I've recorded a podcast by myself. And today is sort of a cleansing podcast for me. A time to come clean with some things I've been processing and thinking about over the last few weeks. I know I've been pretty quiet lately, and I want you all to know why. At a high level, of course, I'm not going to air all my dirty laundry just yet. But I hope you find this podcast helpful. And if you want more, don't forget to subscribe, sign up for my newsletter, or join our Imperfection Wins Podcast Insiders group on Facebook. So let's talk about self-compassion. Starting with the fact that I had big plans this year. I had big plans to record so many more podcasts this year. I really wanted to do one on gratitude in November and service to others in December. But as we've talked about in past podcasts, life doesn't always cooperate with our plans. Certainly not my plans. And lately, I've been spending a lot of energy on what I consider hard things. Hard family things, busyness, lots of change. And a lot of the change is actually good, but it's still hard. And I have felt so tired. In fact, I felt so tired and uninspired that I started wondering if I should stop recording podcasts. I mean, you all have heard me talk about creating my stop doing list. So when I started to feel overwhelmed a couple of weeks ago, I decided to take another look at mine. And yes, I have stopped doing some of the things on that list, but I also have added and some unexpected things have come into my life that require my time and energy. So I started to look at all that I'm doing really, really hard. Some things I just have to keep doing right now, like working, which I'm really enjoying, but I need to keep doing it. And finishing school. I mean, I've come so far. I have three out of six classes completed. There are other things that I'm giving the bulk of my energy to that I have said are my priorities, my faith, my family, self-care. So naturally, the podcast and the heart business started to look like choices that maybe I should put on hold. So I've been pretty quiet lately thinking about all of this and just trying to focus on my priorities. Now, after thinking about it, I decided that buying hearts from Gary was staying on the list as a non-negotiable, but the podcast had to take a break. Once I made that decision and it started to settle in, I started to feel sadness and even a little fear. I mean, I've had so much fun traction. I'm just launching my website. I'm just watching Gary's hearts really take off. I love recording. I'm almost at 6,000 downloads. I was on TV and I've been told how much this podcast has touched some of you. And the best part is that I have met some really amazing people. So why on earth would I think about quitting? Through my processing, I realized that by putting the podcast on hold, I was actually suffering inside. I was saying no to something that was really life-giving and fun for me. 
I have felt so depleted and out of energy because I'm spending energy, but I'm not refueling. And I thought maybe the answer was slowing down and not recording, but I think that recording actually helps me refuel and process. So here's where I'm at right now. I think I've realized I am not supposed to stop. I am just supposed to rest. Now, this is a growth area for me. I tend to go all in and then all out once I deplete myself. I don't like the long haul. I don't like the messy middle where I can't see how the story's going to go. The concept of resting is really hard for me. I'm not good at resting. When I rest, I feel anxious. I feel like I'm not doing something I should be doing. I get fearful that I'm going to lose some of the traction I've made or lose control. And the control thing is funny because rationally, I do realize that I don't have control in the first place. It's funny. I've had several people comment to me over the years that I don't seem like a controller. Well, truthfully, my control is sort of undercover. My control is usually disguised as taking action or helping, in quotes. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy taking action, and obviously I enjoy being busy, and I also really enjoy helping. But sometimes when it comes to the people I love or dealing with hard things, the action, the busyness can actually be me running from feeling or dealing with something, and the helping can actually be me trying to control the outcome I want. I know, I'm working on it. The other thing that has really hit me in the last couple of weeks is that although I've come a long way in self-compassion, I mean, let's face it, give yourself grace is one of my taglines. But I've realized I have a long way to go and I can still take myself down in a spiral if I don't watch it. There are some areas that I'm getting really good at giving myself grace, like work, working out, time with friends. But there's one area in particular that I have some work to do, and that is extending myself grace and compassion in my parenting. Now that I have a teen getting ready to leave the nest, I keep getting this feeling like I haven't done enough. I haven't taught her enough. I find myself reflecting on the kind of mom I've been and wondering if I should have done it differently. I even feel some regret, which is so not helpful. I tend to decide that her happiness and moods are somehow a direct reflection of how good of a mom I am instead of focusing on the fact that she's a teenager and going through a lot of change herself. I mean, this is a particularly complicated time of change as we navigate college applications and getting ready for her to move on. The range of emotions in the house is crazy. And yes, there are plenty of days where I hop on and actively participate in the emotional roller coaster. When I do this, it completely exhausts me. Hence, the need for rest and self-compassion right now. So here's what I want to talk about today, self-compassion and pushing away those unhelpful negative thoughts. 
As I've always told you all, I podcast about what I need to hear most at the time and just hope that it resonates with some of you. So let's dive in. How many times have you taken an experience and created a story around it in your mind and then added some drama and emotion to it? So many of us do this so often. I know I do. Our minds are so powerful and we can create stories that seem like the absolute truth really fast. And the stories we create can either help us or hinder us, and they can definitely impact our day-to-day. I mean, what we think about really matters. The way that we reflect on ourselves matters. The lens we look at life through colors how our days go and how we experience and interact with the world. I mean, we can spend our time worrying about so many things that likely will never happen. We can get caught up in fear so easily, and it all starts in the mind. What if we actually were able to recognize our negative thoughts before they take us down in a spiral and instead replace them with positive thoughts? Like if you start thinking, I'm afraid, you replace it with, I'm strong. Or if you start thinking, I'm anxious, you replace it with, I'm excited. I mean, it's the same chemical energy in your body. Did you know that? Or sometimes we do that thing where when one thing goes wrong, everything in our life seems wrong. And what if instead, when one thing, or actually even more than one thing goes wrong, we focused on all the things going right, like I have a loving family, or I have amazing friends that care about me, or I have had some really cool successes in life. The act of deliberately creating positive thoughts will actually allow us to release the negative thoughts and recognize that they just don't have any power. Like so many things we've talked about on the podcast, we can learn to do this and retrain our brains, but it takes intention and focus. It takes compassion for ourselves and a definite desire to change for the better. So did you know that people who are compassionate to themselves are much less likely to be depressed and anxious and are much more likely to be happy, resilient, optimistic, and motivated to change themselves and their lives for the better. They also tend to have better relationships with others and experience greater psychological well-being. That little tidbit is from Kristen Neff. She is amazing. She's a world-renowned expert on self-compassion. I highly recommend you follow her and, and go watch her TED Talk, read some of her stuff. But she talks a lot about being a good friend to yourself. So let's apply the golden rule to ourselves. Be a good friend to yourself. Excuse yourself, reassure yourself, comfort yourself. If we can be like a supportive friend to ourselves, we can see ourselves more clearly and then make the changes we need to be better. I mean, the definition of self-kindness and compassion is to not hold yourself in judgment, but embrace 
your imperfections. We need to recognize we are flawed, just like all humans, and not waste precious time and energy beating ourselves up. I mean, the beat up is not helpful to us or anyone around us. Now, I'm not telling you to ignore your feelings or your suffering. We've got to acknowledge these things, but we also just have to be careful not to exaggerate them. So here's what I'm working on right now. Challenging my anxious and fearful thoughts and replacing them with positive and rational thoughts. Using compassion to transform my negative thoughts into loving thoughts towards myself and others. Realizing that I am okay, better than okay. Letting go of the unhelpful thoughts and creating space to add positive thoughts of compassion and love. I'm going to be a good friend to myself. You know, one thing that Kristen Neff encourages people to do is to think about what your good friend would say to you when you're feeling discouraged. Now, I've thought a lot about this over the last week. So I'm going to tell you what my good friend would say to me right now. And I'm going to tell it to you because I think maybe some of you need to hear it too. My good friend would hold me by the shoulders and say, you are a good mom. You love your kids deeply. You have given them a strong foundation and they are going to be just fine. And right now you need to take care of you and trust that they know how much you love them and that you'll always be there. Oh, I actually feel better just saying that to myself out loud. Try it. What do you need your good friend to tell you right now? Now, all this internal work I know is going to take a lot of intention, but I really desperately want to plant these positive habits in my life and just watch them grow. And it's really encouraging to me that we can actually develop this inside of us. And you all know I am always on a mission to get better. So this seems like the right thing to focus on for me for right now, and maybe for some of you. And also, I'm going to practice resting. We'll see how that goes. I really am trying. I've taken a couple naps. I'm trying to have a quiet calendar. (laughs) We'll see. The holidays are coming. Okay. Our quote for this podcast is one I actually took from Brene Brown's social media post, and I love it. It's so good. There is the in-breath and there is the out-breath. And it's easy to believe that we must exhale all the time without ever inhaling. But the inhale is absolutely essential if you want to continue to exhale. Rashi Joan Halifax. Okay, listeners, I hope you found this helpful. Remember, when you are tired, learn to rest, not quit. When you feel those negative thoughts start to creep in, replace them. Try extending the same compassion and kindness you give to others to yourself and see what happens. I mean, we already know how to be kind friends to others. 
So just turn that effort around and put a little bit into yourself. Join me next time for more on this meaty subject of self-compassion and being kind to yourself. I'm going to have special guest Jenny McLean here, amazing life coach, to give us a smackdown on trash talking ourselves, and she'll provide some awesome tools to help us practice self-compassion and kindness. So tune in for our Stop Trash Talking Yourself podcast later this month. And until then, be kind, have courage, and give yourself and others grace.